Please remember that past performance may not be indicative of future results. Different types of investments involve varying degrees of risk, and there can be no assurance that the future performance of any specific investment, investment strategy, or product, including the investments and or investment strategies recommended or undertaken by Denuso Index Advisors, or any non-investment-related content made reference to directly or indirectly during this radio program will be profitable, equal any corresponding indicated historical performance level, be suitable for your portfolio or individual situation, or prove successful. Moreover, you should not assume that any such discussion serves as the receipt of or as a substitute for personalized investment advice from Denuso Index Advisors. To the extent that a listener has any questions regarding the applicability of any specific issue to his or her individual situation, he or she is encouraged to consult with a professional advisor of his or her choosing. Denuso Index Advisors is neither a law firm nor a certified public accounting firm, and no portion of the program content should be construed as legal or accounting advice. A copy of the Denuso Index Advisors current written disclosure statement discussing our advisory services and fees is available upon request. This is the Denuso Index Advisors Show on FM News Talk 1047. Here's your host, founder and president of Denuso Index Advisors, Chief Investment Officer, PJ Denuso. Happy weekend, Pittsburgh, and to all of our listeners. This is the Denuso Index Show, heard here on FM News Talk 104.7 and across the USA on iHeartRadio. In the studio with me today is co-host and fellow wealth manager, Mike Denuso. Hello, BJ. Hey, Mike, good afternoon. And our other wealth managers who've assisted us in today's show preparation during this past week include Carl Hartman, Patsy Esposito, Mark Denuso, and Andy Clausen. Listen in with us every Sunday as we share our experiences and solutions since 1989 for your retirement income and retirement investing challenges. Also, answering our listeners' weekly questions, institutional indexing, investments, taxes, estate planning, 401ks, and 403bs. Talk with us about Nobel Prize-winning investment research with DFA and the power of index investing, low fees and low expenses. Again, we are Denuso Index Advisors, a fee-only, independent firm delivering value to our clients under a fiduciary standard. Our website is denuzo.com. Again, that's D-I-N-U-Z-Z-O.com. We think if you like Vanguard and their indexes, you'll love DFA and ours. Listen in every Sunday at 12 noon as we discuss the value of eliminating inherent conflicts of interest for the benefit of you and your investment portfolio. Our phone number is 724-728-6564. Again, that's 724-728-6564. Our home office is located just past the Greater Pittsburgh International Airport in scenic Beaver, PA, and we maintain satellite offices for your meeting convenience at 555 Grant Street in the heart of downtown Pittsburgh in the beautiful and historic Omni William Penn in the East Hills of Pittsburgh on Murray Avenue in Squirrel Hill, and off of Route 28 in Natrona Heights. We recommend that you should start focusing on your retirement plan at least five years, preferably 10 or more, before your expected retirement date. So pick up the phone and give Denuso Index Advisors a call at 724-728-6564 to schedule a complimentary retirement income consultation or to receive a second opinion on your investment portfolio. Since 1989, We have been independent 
and serve the Pittsburgh area as the largest and oldest pure index investment firm specializing in dimensional fund advisors, DFA, institutional index mutual funds. We custody our clients' assets as some of the largest, safest custodians in the United States of America, TD Ameritrade, Fidelity Investments, and Charles Schwab and Company. We also have a complimentary educational book offer, which we think that you will really enjoy. Simply go to our website, denuso.com, click on the blue button on our homepage, and you will receive a hard copy of The Investment Answer. This offer is also available to our listeners across the USA on iHeartRadio. We offer informative workshops and seminars as we present to many groups free of charge sharing Nobel Prize winning investment strategies. To have us present to your group, club, or organization, give us a call at 724-728-6564. Please stay tuned for information regarding our future workshops and seminars held in the Pittsburgh area. I'd like to remind our listeners that if you miss any of our shows at 12 noon on Sundays, all of our shows are archived on iTunes and on our website, denuso.com, under DIA Radio, for your listening convenience. We have an exciting show planned for our listeners today. Topics and questions covered in this Denuso Index show include why investors become frustrated when seeking financial advice. Here we'll give you some understanding between discretionary and non-discretionary investment management. Also, understanding your investments and their expenses. Here we'll talk about the importance of goal-based investing with low fees and low expenses. And lastly, confusion surrounding insurance, annuities, and typical sales pitches. Here we'll clarify some of the complexities of insurance-related investment products. This is your co-host and wealth manager, Mike Denuso. You are listening to The Denuso Index Show, featuring P.J. Denuso, CPA, Certified Public Accountant, PFS, Personal Financial Specialist, MBA, and MS Tax, Masters in Tax Law. We have been providing retirement income and retirement investment solutions since 1989 for our clients under an independent, fee-only, and fiduciary standard. We custody our clients' assets at some of the largest, safest custodians in the United States, TD Ameritrade, Fidelity Investments, and Charles Schwab. So talk with us about Nobel Prize-winning investment research with DFA and the power of index investing, low fees, low expenses, and avoiding inherent conflicts of interest. Pick up the phone, give Denuso Index Advisors a call, 724-728-6564, to schedule a free retirement income consultation or to receive a second opinion on your investment portfolio. So, PJ, the first topic for discussion today. Uh, yeah, Mike, what do you have up first for today? Why investors become frustrated when seeking financial advice. Uh, yeah, Mike, I thought uh, you had picked out a couple of very good cases today. Uh, the first one is a married couple in their 40s, uh, very good savers, entrepreneurs, uh, reasonable spenders, and most entrepreneurs do tend to be reasonable spenders. That's been our experience that uh, when you're putting in that sweat equity, uh, a lot of times working 50, 60, 70 hours a week, that, again, they've got a, a, a very keen appreciation for the value of a dollar. And they were just very, uh, very typical entrepreneurs that, you know, just watching their money very well. They run their household somewhat like they run their business. They run a very tight ship. Uh, good savers. Uh, reasonable spenders, as I mentioned. Uh, they had older children, so they had gotten through the phase of getting all their children through college. The youngest child was through college, so they had that taken care of. Uh, they both had a uh, some responsibility, uh, not so much a legal responsibility, but so to speak, a moral responsibility to helping take care of their parents on each side. They, they both right. have one, one parent that's still living. 
So that weighed heavily on their mind whenever we uh, met with them in the initial uh, two consultations that we had. And they looked at their portfolio, Mike. I, the best way I can think to describe it would be that they looked at their portfolio as an adjunct to their business. And a lot of times, if there's any entrepreneurs in the audience, they'll appreciate that you have a decision a lot of times as entrepreneurs when you have an opportunity, if you have a thousand or five or ten thousand dollars, whatever it may be, in free cash flow to put that into a, a savings account, it could go into the bank, but thinking more of it going into an investment. Uh, into your uh, taxable brokerage account, for example, if you've already funded your qualified accounts and your IRAs. But a lot of times uh, entrepreneurs will take the other path of betting on themselves, so to speak. Right. And they had done that and they had been very successful. They had, it was, it was a wise bet in their case I and mean, their return on investment, so to speak, for the skills that they had. And they had been in two or three different businesses over the last 25 to 30 years. Uh, it had worked out very well. But again, they looked at this as an adjunct to their business, again, that they didn't put their sole focus into saving money into their portfolio. And that was really where the challenge lied, uh, lies, Mike, in their case. Uh, if we start off with sort of the problems and challenges, uh, whenever we're uh, talking with them in the initial consultation, it just um, strikes me from my memory as just a whole, an entire series of no's, uh, no philosophy, no strategy, no plan, and no implementation. So it's, it's quite unique that while they're highly structured in running their business, it was the complete antithesis of this with their investment portfolio, nothing, just no plan. And really that was what uh, pushed them to come into the meeting because it was really disturbing them. These again are very successful, very organized individuals. Right. And if you take a look at their entire life, again, their, their businesses, their relationship with their children, the relationship with their parents, Everything that they're doing was highly successful and structured, except for their investment portfolio, and they were in desperate need of advice. Uh, one of the things, Mike, and we run into this uh, with, with a reasonable degree of frequency, they were very confused on discretionary versus non-discretionary. Well, can you explain those a little bit? Yeah, Mike. Uh, discretionary, very simply for the audience, would be that you have handed the car keys. We like to use simple metaphors. You've handed the car keys to someone to hire them as a chauffeur to drive your car, uh, you, you reach an agreement on investment plan, investment policy statement, how the money's gonna be managed, et cetera, and then that investment management firm does not call you with every trade that they make. They're right. managing your portfolio according to your plan. Now, non-discretionary, which was the type of manager that they had, and they couldn't fail while they kept on having problems and challenges, but non-discretionary was the type of manager that they had, and they needed help, they, and they were very honest about this. They said, we're very successful in life, but we don't know sort of a stock from a rock. I mean, we need help with this. Right. And their advisor, since it was non-discretionary, would, would, would do research and would present them with investments, but they had to pull the trigger. And the gentleman, uh, the, the husband was very sort of forceful, a very strong personality. And you know, when he's talking to us, he's, okay, here's what I got. Here goes the background. Here goes the structure. What's your recommendation? What's your opinion? What's your advice? Right. And he didn't get this from the uh, wealth manager uh, who was on his account at this very large um, brokerage firm. So that was very frustrating to them. The other thing, Mike, is I, I, I'm sorry, Mike. I'm getting cases confused. This was a uh, this was a smaller firm. I'm sorry, it wasn't it, it wasn't the larger case I'm thinking of, but this was a smaller firm. And one of the other things about that that sort of brought into consideration when they were talking about 
you know, finding out definitions about discretionary versus non-discretionary and different topics. You know, one of the other topics we think is important that came into play here too was where your firm is registered at. So for example, we are an SEC registered investment advisory practice. We're registered with the SEC in Washington, D.C. And the key, the bright line is $100 million. So if a firm right. has over $100 million, they're registered with the SEC in Washington, D.C. And what's the alternative? The alternative would be, Mike, if you had less than $100 million, you're registered with your local state commission. Right. So the, for example, the PA Securities Commission. And we just tell uh, any uh, clients, prospective clients we come in contact with it, you know, we think there's light years of difference between being registered on the SEC, that that is, of course, the much better path to take. Uh, they've been doing this for a longer time. They have a lot more uh, analytical tools, a lot deeper staff, a lot more knowledgeable in our opinion. So if you're with a, sort of a smaller firm, it's a non-discretionary relationship, he just had a couple just inherent challenges, uh, headwinds that they were going into. Uh, as a sidebar, you know, I was thinking, Mike, we just ran into this regarding uh, an investment uh, someone had called us about, and they were asking about placing money into a directed real estate uh, investment utilizing their IRA. There was a company who had approached them. And this is just as a real quick sidebar reminded me of that. Uh, we get individuals come to us all the time. We have uh, a dozen different uh, pathways in which clients can uh, come to us. We're part of the TD Ameritrade Advisor Direct Program. We're in uh, eight cities across four or five states. Uh, there's a lot of different ways people come to us. It's just amazing that the in investment uh, ideas, products that people come in contact with, and you know, take a look at this one. You know, these individuals were asking us for our opinion on a direct investment in real estate with their IRA, and just take a look at the things that individuals would want to know from us. They'd want to know um, what are your credentials. Uh, what is your, who do you fall in your compliance under? In this case, again, the SEC. Right. What is your track record? What does your compliance track record look like? How many violations have you had? What are the size of those violations? Uh, when I asked these individuals just those four simple questions, they had no answer to any of them. Right. And, and uh, when they mentioned the keyword that they're going to lever up their, to use their uh, IRA as leverage, uh, that, that that's just... That, that's completely uh, incongruent. Those, yeah, because I know words. the first thing I think about when I think of an IRA is retirement savings. Yes, exactly. You're the safe money, you right. know, the money for your retirement cash flow in retirement. Um, so what, 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 I, what I told them, what I said was that not only in what we do, we talk a lot about efficient market theory, but not only what we do, but the, the capital markets are efficient. No one's going to consistently go, there, there's, a, there's a restaurateur that I've known for a long time who had owned three vineyards, three wineries in his life. And it's pretty much the same as his relationship. He told me, he says, PJ, I made a killing on one of them. I barely broke even on the second one, and I completely lost every penny on the third. Right. If you average those three out, you make a killing on one, you barely broke even, and you lost every penny you have on the other one, the market's very efficient. You're not going to sit somewhere and go out there and outsmart that's what we say in the stock market every day. Five million buyers, five million sellers. You have to assume that the person on the other side of the trade from you is more intelligent than you. So a lot of people go wrong there. But to get back to the case, Mike, you know, where we were able to add the improvement at once we, but this was a little bit different case. We had to get an ed, a fundamental education level up. Then when, where we were able to add the, uh, to go to the solutions were, again, explaining all these previously mentioned def, uh, definitions and differences but building the plan that we talk about all the time on the show, uh, agreeing on an investment philosophy, you could just see the relief that they had once we went through our entire process, 
they understood the investment philosophy, they understood the strategy, they understood how we were going to implement it. Building an all-index portfolio, in their case, we settled on a 70-30 portfolio, 70% in stocks, 30% in bonds. Again, they're a little bit younger, they're in their 40s. Uh, we would generally be on average with 60% at that age in the same scenario. But again, that's one thing we'll see with entrepreneurs, they're very aggressive, very comf comfortable taking on more risk, uh, going through our entire plan. So the, uh, the uh, stopping the bleeding in their portfolio because with the advisor they had been with, they had got completely out of the market and been out of it for a few years. Oh, wow. Yeah, they, they, they wrote out 08 and 09, and then uh, their advisor thought that we were gonna go through another 08, 09, and they, got, they went to cash and had been in there for three years, uh, the last three years, so they missed this entire last three-year bull market. So we stopped the bleeding. Uh, we are now uh, stopping the bleeding on the lost opportunity cost of that 0% stock portfolio. We've removed the anxiety of them moving in and out of the market. They really didn't understand the market. They had done market timing a number of times and moving all in and all out. So we've got them placed on a glide path. Their portfolio is on a long-term glide path to success. And just this projected benefit, Mike, from how they were invested, just uh, in their case, if they were to retire into their earlier mid-60s, what we're projecting is easily multiple hundreds of thousands of dollars of additional benefit of growth in their portfolio and very simply, that's going to lead to enhanced retirement lifestyle and also them being able to do the gifting that they would like to to their children. This is your co-host and wealth manager, Mike Denuso. You are listening to The Denuso Index Show, featuring P.J. Denuso, CPA, Certified Public Accountant, PFS, Personal Financial Specialist, MBA, and MS Tax, Master's in Tax Law. We have been providing retirement income and retirement investment solutions since 1989 for our clients under an independent, fee-only, and fiduciary standard. We custody our clients' assets as some of the largest and safest custodians in the United States, TD Ameritrade, Fidelity Investments, and Charles Schwab. Talk with us about Nobel Prize-winning investment research with DFA and the power of index investing, low fees, low expenses, and avoiding inherent conflicts of interest. Pick up the phone, give Denuso Index Advisors a call, 724-728-6564, to schedule a free retirement income consultation or to receive a second opinion on your investment portfolio. So, PJ, the next topic lined up for discussion today. Yeah, Mike, what do you have up next for today? Confusion surrounding insurance and annuities and problems with not understanding your investments and their expenses. Yes, yes, very common challenge, Mike, and I apologize. I went over a good bit on that first one, so no I'll problem. try to get this in under the wire. Uh, yeah, Mike, this case here, uh, we see this an awful lot again. Married couple, uh, in this case, both highly compensated professionals, very intelligent individuals. As we mentioned, uh, we think that everybody has a special talent in life. They have a special gift that you are an expert at something, but not many people are experts also at personal finance and all of the elements within personal finance. But again, uh, both highly compensated professionals. They had younger children. Uh, they were good accumulators. Uh, what we like to talk about and tell our clients is we want them to pay themselves first, to have that mentality, and they did have that coming in. Good savers. Uh, still, of course, since they were younger, in their 30s, material college debt, along with the challenges of raising children, food, clothing, and shelter, and education for their children. When they came in, like the problems and challenges that we had in front of us were, they were in search of, the best way that I could think of it would be that they were in search of a plan, in search of a comfort zone, in search of a long-term philosophy. Right. They had both been successful uh, professionally. 
They had both uh, had a, a significant amount of education that was necessary, uh, both undergraduate and graduate, to uh, succeed in the fields that they were in. So they'd been good long-term thinkers, and it really disturbed them that they had not been able to transfer that over to their investment portfolio. And once they had started to study their investment portfolio, they had basically run into uh, investment paralysis by analysis. They had looked at so many things, done so much research, that they really didn't have their sea legs underneath them regarding making any decisions um, and had not been able to come up with a long-term plan. So they were very unsettled about that. They uh, also had questions regarding their qualified plan. The qualified plan that they had at work had a, a limit, very limited number that one of the spouses had at work specifically. The other one was uh, self-employed. But that they had at work was very limited investment options. They had tried talking to the provider and had not been able to get sufficient answers regarding if, uh, why there was such a limited uh, number of investment selections, what the expense ratios were in the investments, et cetera. Just a lot right. of fundamental questions that they had that left them very uneasy. Uh, they had tried in the past active management and were clearly disillusioned with trying to outsmart the stock market. And again, they just had a lot of confusion over the investments and the hidden fees. So the first thing we were able to do was uh, and one thing that worked out well here, Mike, was they had done their own research and were sort of drinking from the same water as us in that they had come to their own conclusion that they wanted to index. They felt the stock market was very efficient, that they wanted to index their portfolio. And a lot of individuals who come to us, once they start their research, will look at efficient market theory, look at indexing, and a lot of them will bump into DFA, Dimensional Fund Advisors, who we would... Uh, proposed are the best at indexing in the country. So we were able to come up with a solution for them for managing their qualified account. Uh, more and more opportunities we have to help individuals manage their 401k and 403b through a number of different sources. They were highly pleased with that, that they thought that they were stuck in the mud, so to speak, with what they had and that we were going to be able to work with them and build an all-index portfolio in their qualified account. And then the tax deferral strategy we came up with for their additional, I would say, quote unquote, required savings that they're going to dollar cost average into. So a lot of individuals get in a situation where my standard of living, I need to have X number of dollars in retirement. And by just uh, putting money into my qualified account and I may be blocked out of IRAs because my income is too high that I'm going to be short of X minus $1 million. I'm going to be right. short a million dollars, $500,000, whatever it is. So we were able to set up a great tax-deferred growth for them, an all-index tax-deferred growth. We came up with 529 plans, which we have 529 plans available with all DFA investments as well. Of course, our uh, regular listeners have heard us discuss coming up with a plan, uh, personal balance sheet, cash flow statement, and the uh, all-index solution. So again, the, the benefits that they achieved were uh, the pressure was relieved from them uh, by hiring us for professional management, by coming up with a plan and the portfolio, and then the relief of all of their portfolios. They had a number of other portfolios, IRAs, et cetera, and having a strategy for them that was congruent as well. Uh, the materially higher predictability, since they're both highly educated individuals, they really enjoyed the pr higher predictability in meeting their goals from the portfolios we had set up and having the 529s, as I had said earlier, uh, taken care of for their children. 
the satisfaction and understanding of the products and investments, they really couldn't move forward until we had that initial conversation, which uh, took the majority of the first meeting and breaking apart the products, the investments they were looking at, understanding the various fees and structure contained uh, therein. So really just providing a lot of relief to them, lining up a long-term investment strategy with their comfort level to align them for long-term success. This is your host, PJ Denuso, and I would like to thank you for tuning into our show today and spending time with us this afternoon. This is the Denuso Index Show, heard here on FM News Talk 104.7 and across the USA on iHeartRadio. I'd like to thank my co-host and fellow wealth manager, Mike Denuso. Thank you, PJ. Thank you, Mike, for stopping in today. Carl Hartman, Patsy Esposito, Mark Denuso, and Andy Clausen. Again, we are Denuso Index Advisors and have been providing retirement income and retirement investment solutions since 1989 for our clients under an independent, fee-only, and fiduciary standard. So pick up the phone and give us a call at 724-728-6564 or reach us at denuso.com. Thank you, Pittsburgh. Enjoy your weekend, and we look forward to talking with you next Sunday. Please remember that past performance may not be indicative of future results. Different types of investments involve varying degrees of risk, and there can be no assurance that the future performance of any specific investment, investment strategy, or product, including the investments and or investment strategies recommended or undertaken by Denuso Index Advisors, or any non-investment-related content made reference to directly or indirectly during this radio program will be profitable, equal any corresponding indicated historical performance level, be suitable for your portfolio or individual situation, or prove successful. Moreover, you should not assume that any such discussions serves as the receipt of or as a substitute for personalized investment advice from Denuso Index Advisors. To the extent that a listener has any questions regarding the applicability of any specific issue to his or her individual situation, he or she is encouraged to consult with a professional advisor of his or her choosing. Denuso Index Advisors is neither a law firm nor a certified public accounting firm, and no portion of the program content should be construed as legal or accounting advice. A copy of the Denuso Index Advisors' current written disclosure statement discussing our advisory services and fees is available upon request.